Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Hookzilla. This will be our first episode in 2021. Um, I want to get started kind of talking about the best Christmas ever. First, if we're going to talk about 2021, we can't not mention the roller coaster emotion that it was this week in 2021. Tanya Roberts. Yeah. We watched Beastmaster on 4K thanks to the wonderful people at Vinegar Syndrome last week. Right. At which point we both remembered that she existed. Right. And it was like, oh, look, I remember her. The mom from Donna's mom. We on realized that that's where you knew her from. And I always yeah. remembered her from Sheena and the Beastmaster. Right. Uh, and then she died. And then she was resurrected. And then she died again. It's just, it's been a roller coaster Wait, of emotion. She's dead? She's now dead again, yes. Okay. Now, tomorrow, if she's back, I believe Gene said that was the official, it's, we can call it official, it's the zombie apocalypse. It starts with so, Tanya Roberts. So, zombie apocalypse is go, mm -hmm. according to Gene. Yep, starts with Tanya Roberts, and who knows where it ends up. Well, I mean, I've been preparing this since I was a teenager. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm... I'm ready. Um, yeah. So <laughs> bringing on zombie Tanya Roberts. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how I would feel about her being a zombie though, because like she's kind of endearing to me. She's also super skinny, so like she'd be one of those I, walking dead zombies that's been like laying out in the sun, like yeah, fucking rotting. Um. So, yeah. Last episode we were talking about Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. And how I'm no longer a Grinch, which I harped on for a very long time. Um, but I did have a wonderful Christmas. I got lots of things I didn't expect to get because you and I both agreed we weren't going to give each other Christmas gifts. And yet somehow we had gifts from Santa anyway. Yeah, well, Santa, I didn't do it. Yeah, me neither. I, I mean, you must have been very good last year. And I must have been very, very good last year because I got stuff that I loved. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I think the, the, we talked about the, the shocker that was Final Fantasy X remake for the Switch because mm. I was going to buy it. And then you were like, here is a wrapped yeah. present that I just wrapped today. Cause well, it wasn't today, but it didn't make it, it did not make it 24 hours wrapped. Yeah. Um, and... I got the Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I have yet to start, but I'm excited to. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday, Valhalla came in. It did. In the mail, so. For Christmas, you got a black and white printed picture of the <laughs> the game artwork. I did. <laughs> um, which made it no less exciting. Um, I've actually been, you know, playing a lot of the Final Fantasy X Remake on the Switch, mm -hmm. which makes it like the sixth time I've played through this game and I would do it over again like I love that game um we both opened destiny books at mm -hmm. the same time yep which was you know very us um I think Katie got me a Grogu mm -hmm. which was super awesome I got a super awesome hoodie I got a lot of cool stuff so Christmas was great um the biggest thing was our kids were so happy. Mm. Like. Although, I got to say, there was some fuckery going on there because 
you would have thought they had been great all year long, as are Ooh. the rules typically for Christmas. Yeah. And that was not the case. No. So. Not Santa sure got what his list there. twisted. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Or you know we have very spoiled children. Probably that. Yeah, it's fine. They're not that bad. Um, what else was Christmas? It's a lot of food. Yeah. I ate a lot. Yeah, we all did. A lot of sweets, a lot of candy. Oh. Um, a lot of bread and butter. Like, I got the super awesome Irish butter. Mm. I have some here and at work. So I've been eating that, which is horrible. I should not be doing that. Um, but yeah, no, Christmas was great. I don't hate Christmas movies, apparently. Um, lots of traditions that you already had. We mm -hmm. kind of picked up on and then I had some that I kind of let fall to the wayside that we continued like I made cookies with the kids um of course we have teenage children so you can only imagine the things that were drawn on these cookies mm -hmm. um but it was fun well you know it's in the Christmas spirit that's, yeah I mean that's all that matters we're, we're not gonna go into that mm -mm. um yeah. I had lots of Christmas spirits yeah I did a few times, <laughs> which, you know, I talk a lot about drinking and then rarely actually do it. Mm. Um, I actually attempt to get drunk often and don't. I did a few times over the holidays. It was great. Um, and by a few, I mean like two, but it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just kind of want to transition that into talking about some video game stuff mostly the fact that i am going to start valhalla at some point yeah it's installed it is it's installed in, in here which um, is further than a lot of the games that i've purchased have ever gotten so i mean final fantasy 7 is still in the package mm -hmm. it's right there uh 10 is actually in my backpack i played at work mm -hmm. which don't talk about the fact that i played at work um, and I have, you know, the, the MOGA controller for Xbox and I could play Game Pass stuff, which means I play Destiny too mm -hmm. at work, um, which I'm still playing, which is part of the problem is I can't stop playing Destiny. So when I do get a minute, mine's well documented, my, <sighs> my obsession is well documented. Well, I mean, I'm no, no different. Like I want to play these other things, but I have things I need to do in the game that has, you know. I mean, and I love Destiny for a lot of reasons, and I won't get into them, but I love it. So it's, it is what it is. Um, but I am really excited for Final Fantasy VII and Valhalla because while I don't typically play a lot of Assassin's Creed games, the ones I do get really into tend to be Odyssey. Mm -hmm. I love that game. Yep. And this is like Norse pagan Viking shit, mm -hmm. which is absolutely in my wheelhouse like it's awesome yeah this, you know. this is the first one i was actually mildly interested in once i saw trailers for in um, a long time yeah i got to live in iceland for a while so i'm like hey like there's this kindred thing mm. i know him <laughs> i know i i met bjorn or whatever i don't know <laughs> like obviously that's not the case but it it is super awesome and i can't wait to play it um so, 
what are you excited to play? Or anything other than Destiny? Uh, yeah. Um, I have been playing the fuck out of Hades on my Switch. Uh, in between, so the only thing I'm playing on console is Destiny, but um, I've been playing a lot of Switch while like football's on TV or, or you know, whatever's on the television because I don't like to tie up the living room with Destiny when other people are in the room. So I've been playing the Switch a lot of Hades, it was my number two game on the, on the year. Uh, and I bought Blasphemous a um, week and a half ago or so, and I've really been playing a lot of that. That game is like, I love the art style. It's like a 16-bit pseudo 32-bit. If you can, if you can think of those like, those games on like the Sega Saturn uh, and the and the PS1 that were like, still sprite-based, but the animations were just really like really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's essentially um, like a Metroidvania. But Dark Souls. And okay. Dark Souls isn't typically a thing that I get into because I don't, you know, I play video games for fun and not to get, like, my blood pressure so high that I'm, like, it, like in danger of having a stroke uh, and breaking shit. Right. Um, but for whatever reason, it, it being an old school style game, um, I just can't stop playing it. Uh, I, I like, you know, it's, it's an interesting story. I wish I was smart enough to, like, accurately explain, um, like, the imagery and, and the, um, like, the time that it's from and, like, the, the ideology and stuff like that behind it. I recognize it, but I can't articulate it in a way that doesn't make me sound like a fucking idiot. Uh, but if you're into uh, the Crusades and, and that kind of thing and the dark kind of part of that hmm. when it comes to sin and forgiveness and atonement and all that kind of darker religious kind of stuff. This is exactly that. Uh, I'm really enjoying that. Um, I had been playing, replaying Doom 2016 on the Switch, but I finally took that out uh, and I got back on Damon X Machina. Um, but outside of that, I've got to finish that fucking... If you had told me that in 20, 2019, I forget when it came out, that Respawn was going to make a Star Wars game and it was going to bore me to fucking tears, I would have laughed at you. And here we are. I, I don't know what it is about that Jedi Fallen Order game. It feels like a chore when I'm playing it. I feel like that is a very common opinion that I've heard different people from different walks like mm. you know not just our demographic like our age or you know people who are into the stuff we're into mm. but like one of the kids at work was like oh when I mentioned it it's not good I don't yeah. I, like, I don't know man and I love respawn like Titanfall 2 is one of my favorite games of all time and all I played was the campaign and I played the fuck out of it I played through it multiple times I got every achievement except for one, I think. Wow. And, you know, I love that game. So when you tell me those people are making a Star Wars game, they're like, I'm automatically excited. But my God, it is a slog to me. Oh. See, I never played Titanfall. Like, I bought it, and I think Sean played it a lot. But I, 
I never played it, but at the time, I had Xbox One games, but I never played Xbox. Mm. I was only playing PlayStation 5. Well, no, we bought it um, on 360 because we didn't have Xbox. Me and Chris, oh. we didn't have Xbox Ones when it, it, it released simultaneously on both. And so we had PS4s, but no Xbox Ones. So we went and bought the 360 version. And this is, I'll never forget, literally the first time I played the game, it was multiplayer only, the first one. We got into a death match, and it was me, and I think Chris, and Long Nuts, and my brother, and maybe Gene. And my very first match ever, I got like, I don't know what they called it, like MVP or whatever. Yeah. Like, we won, and I was in first place on my team, and I was like, I need to just retire from this game right now. Just fuck, <laughs> that's it. It's as good as it's going to get. We played it for months, and it was a multiplayer game. That's how fucking good Titanfall was. And then when Titanfall yeah, for you 2 to play came multiplayer, out, it's, that's a big deal. Yeah, 2 came out, and I remember it being the worst launch in the history of like any. It was the most stupidly botched thing because EA put it out. They put out Battlefield, whatever Battlefield it was that year. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Activision put out whatever the Call of Duty was that year. And EA also dropped Titanfall 2 right in the middle of those two. Probably not smart. No, it's like you already know. If it's like when it gets to like November, and 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 it's and you're thinking about putting out a shooter. First of all, that's a bad idea because you know EA's putting out Battlefield, and you know Activision's putting out Call of Duty. Why would you, as EA, put out a third shooter in the middle of that? You probably shouldn't. No, it's it's stupid. And then it it's so I paid sixty bucks for it the day it came out, and I'm proud of that. I do not regret it. I got my money's I worth out of it. it. I got it way late. Um, I ended up buying it again. Actually, I bought it digitally on Xbox. I bought it physically on the PS4 uh, later on to have a physical copy of it. Played it again. Um, but And I don't regret that either. Like, And it breaks my heart that like people are posting pictures of it uh, at Dollar Tree and shit. And I'm like, it deserves so much Ooh. better than it got. So and and it sucks because we may never see a Titanfall three, and that is just a, a fucking travesty. Well, I mean, I, like I said, I've I've never played it. I would like to check it out since everybody else seems to love it. Um, or at least you and Sean. I I don't know. Um, I don't even know what it is. I mean, it's it's basically a mech game which you know I love but it's a first yeah. person shooter uh, and you're a pilot and pilots can can call in titans which are the mechs and then you get to ride in a robot yeah you get to you get to, to pilot a titan um, and in like multiplayer you have to like you know you earn the ability to call in your titan and then it you know the titans obviously are but you know they're they're more powerful obviously than the pilots. At the same time, the pilots have more maneuverability, and also they can mount the back of a Titan and like drop bombs and shit in there and do all oh, this wow. stuff to like that. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty balanced thing. It doesn't sound like it would be. Um, and the maps are fantastic because it's it's respawn who were you know the original guys from uh, the uh, the studio I can never remember the name of, Infinity Ward, uh, who did the in my opinion, the greatest Call of Duties. 
um, you know, it's, it's a couple of those guys starting their own studio and bra branching off from Activision. On paper, it, it should be a way more popular series than it ever ended up being. You feel like because it was launched when it was that it... Part two, yes, absolutely. Part one, I, part one actually was fairly successful as far as I remember. But, you know, it also being uh, part one was Xbox exclusive and that certainly hurt it. Yeah. You know, it probably didn't look like it was going to based on the 360 generation. But, you know, the Xbox one being what it was versus the PS4... You know, it, I think if it had simultaneously launched on both, maybe, yeah, it would have been a bigger deal than it was. But I don't know. Still hope we get a part three at some point. So any other? So that's it. Just lots of Switch stuff. Pretty much for me, yeah. Pretty much Switch and Destiny right now. Yeah, I'm still on the fence about uh, buying Hades myself. I've, you know, watched you play on the Switch when you're sitting next to me and I'm playing Final Fantasy. Um, and I've watched stuff online. I know Binky talks about it a lot, mm -hmm. um, on your other podcast, but I, I mean, I, I can see myself doing it, but the issue is, do I want to spend money on something that I'm not going to play right now? Because mm -hmm. I'm obviously backlogged in two other games that I absolutely will play. And I still play Destiny, so... Mm -hmm. Um, we're about to enter the time of the year where I don't have to call the cops on customers because, mm -hmm. you know, that was Christmas Eve. Um, it's about to get really quiet for me, so I will have a lot more downtime. Um, so I might actually get to play games at work, which I probably shouldn't admit, but I do. Um, we all do. Like, those of us who play video games play at work. Um... But I'm still going to be playing Destiny at work. And I'm going to be playing Final Fantasy X. So I can't really see buying Hades right now. Though I will eventually. I am absolutely wanting to play that game. Um, I'm going to kind of move on. Because you and I never watch TV unless it's like The Simpsons or Family Feud mm -hmm. or sports. Mm -hmm. um, but we did finish something on Disney+. Plus. We watched The Mandalorian, mm -hmm. season two. Um, I don't necessarily want to give out spoilers. No, I don't I don't think, even though, you know, they're everywhere. It's hard to right. miss them, but I don't want us to do it. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say that while I loved some things, mm -hmm. there were things I would have absolutely not attempted. Um, and... There's this long-standing argument. I know Binky keeps saying it's Baby Yoda. And I'm mm. like, no, his name is Grogu. Yeah. Um, because Yoda's not a race. That was his name. Yeah. Well, I mean, his, he is Grogu. That is his name. So right. That's kind of, you know. What I'm saying, calling him Baby Yoda implies that Yoda is the race. And it's right. not. No. That was his name. Um, so, like, this, this plushie over here is Grogu. Mm -hmm. Like, that's his name. That's what he will be called in this house. Um, I, I was super... <sighs> there are things I absolutely loved about this season, specifically. Mm. Um, I love how they tie things in. I love some of the nostalgia things. Yeah. Um, it was fan service, big time. Yeah, it was. But it's 
I mean, written, and I ate it by the spoonful. I was going to say, it's written by a, a fan, so that makes sense. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, if you let us write Star Wars, what would we do? I know. So, I mean, there's that. Um, so, absolutely, if you like, if you've seen the first season or like Star Wars, you absolutely should watch The Mandalorian season one and two. Um, do we know that there's going to be a third season? Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm almost positive Oh yeah. A third season and a spinoff show with a character that was... Oh, yeah. Rosario Dawson's uh, gorgeous alien. Yeah, Rosario Dawson's character, but I also another character who we won't spoil who came back in this season is also yes. getting a show from Robert Rodriguez. Oh, I forgot about that. That's yeah. super exciting for me. Um, but, yeah, so if you like Star Wars, absolutely check out The Mandalorian. Um, I'm even going to try to convince my mom... Who is the reason that I like Star Wars? She hates all of my other nerdiness, but loves Star Wars. I don't get it. But I'm going to try to get her to watch it because I feel like she would appreciate it, especially this season. Yeah, this um, season was weird. The The episodes that people seemed to be kind of cold on were my favorites. And then once same. it ramped up and everybody like started blowing their loads over every episode, I was just kind of like, eh, it was well, all right. I realized as we were watching the last episode of the season... You were watching my reaction. Well, it was already was ruined for me. Right. So, because you knew what it was. Yeah. And, like, it was very tell telling for me. Like, I knew what it was, and I was very excited, and then certain things happened, and I was, like, kind of let well, here, down. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Don't don't be that asshole, first of all, who, who spoils the thing, the fucking the day that it, like an hour after it hits the yeah, streaming no, service. Cause some of those have jobs, you know? Uh, so maybe don't write internet articles with, with literally what happens oh. as the title did not, that didn't happen to me, but I saw that it happened. The yeah. other thing is some people aren't as fucking clever with their hinting as they like to think they are. Mm. Uh, I worked at a comic book store for a very long time for an asshole who very much was that. So I would go into work and this is not exactly a thing that happened, but this is the kind of hints he would drop. But he would start with, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Hmm. But when you read X-Men this week, there's a hairy mutant with claws on each hand who says he's the best there is at what he does, oh. who dies. I'm not going to tell you who it is. And I'm like, fuck, who could it be? Battle. Like, I don't even know. Cyclops, I have no idea. Wow. I'm just lost. Right. So some of y'all aren't as fucking clever with your fucking hints as you think you are. Right. I mean, and that that's the thing. Like, I avoided social media until we could watch it. And here's that's why, though. Because it's one of those things that, you know, because we're watching it together. Mm. And I work retail hours and you, you know, work the same hours every day. But we both work a lot. Mm -hmm. There isn't a lot of overlap when we can come home and watch something. Right. Yeah, we have to pick our days. And, you know, typically it's like Sunday afternoon. But then there's also, do we we watch it when there's no children mm. that are going to run through the living room? And that's almost impossible. Yep. So we did have to, like, avoid spoilers. And unfortunately, you didn't avoid them. Like, they well, I tried. hit you right in the face. Yeah. So as I'm watching the last episode that you already knew what was going to happen, mm -hmm. 
Like, it was, you know, you watching my reaction to it. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people will be really happy when they watch it. Um, sure. It doesn't... I, I'm, I'm excited that certain things happen the way they do. I do find it very entertaining, and I am excited for what comes next. And that's all I'm going to say. Yep. I'm a fan. I'm going to continue watching it. Yeah, I mean, we have to wait till what, November, October for another season? But... I think October. Um, that's when this one came out. Yeah. So the biggest thing for me was uh, all I got told was at work, um, the two men, the only two men I work with, um, are also obsessed with Star Wars too. They were like, you have to watch it so we can talk about it. Hmm. And they didn't spoil anything, but they were so excited about what the ending was. And as you're watching my reaction, like, I was so excited <clears throat> for what I thought it was, and I was right. And then I was like, what? And my reaction was very different than theirs. Like, they were so happy mm. about what happened, and I was just like, um, no. So, I mean, I guess that that's telling, of you know, people have different opinions about stuff. It doesn't make me not excited for what comes next, because I'm going to be excited about it no matter what. And I'm still going to want to watch the spinoffs. So. Um, something else we watched since last episode that I was so excited for, like, in my bones, was Wonder Woman 84. Um, the last thing we saw in theaters, uh, was the last Star Wars movie. And I remember watching the trailer for Wonder Woman 84 before that. Mm -hmm. Like that was the first time I saw the trailer and I was so excited. Was it that or Invisible Man we saw that? It was Invisible Man. Oh, it was Invisible Man. Yeah. The one before that was yeah, Star, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. But like... My mom and stepdad went with us and your kids, because my kids don't care. Yeah. Um, but my mom and I looked at each other and we were like, oh my God. Mm. Because as a nerdy girl, Wonder Woman is kind of a thing. And my mom doesn't hate Wonder Woman because she liked the TV show. I was going to say, I mean, anybody close to my age grew up watching Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So Re she I mean, reruns, but still. Wonder Woman. Um, but she was like... A teenage girl when it aired so mm. like that was like a big deal for her because mm -hmm. it was a female superhero but so she was so excited and you know it got pushed back and so that only added to the desire for me to watch this movie mm. and then we got to watch it finally mm. and it wasn't what I thought it would be yeah, I don't, I don't think it was what anybody thought it would be. And here's the thing about it. We watched it, and my initial shocked reaction to what it was was that this is terrible. But that's a thing that happens to me sometimes, and it ne isn't necessarily always the movie's fault. I build this excitement up in my head, thinking something is going to be this one thing, and when it's not... My knee-jerk reaction is, good. what the fuck was this? Oh. Uh, but I also wonder, and we've only seen it the one time, I wonder if this isn't going to be the next The Predator or Venom for me. And that now that I know what it is, 
the next time I watch it, if I'm not going to have a different reaction to it or more of an appreciation for it. And if it's not going to be something that the more I watch it, the more I like it. And that's the thing that happens for me. Same. I kind of feel like it may, it may be that, uh, I think, I I think it was, uh, intentionally campy a little bit because it was set in the eighties and based on, I feel like based more on what kind of the, the vibe of the show was a little bit, maybe like I'm, I'm trying to figure out. And I still, I'm still thinking about the movie, like, weeks later. Well, I mean, Wonder Woman herself wasn't so much campy. It was, like, the characters surrounding her. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm saying it felt it felt very much like an episode of the show. Yes. Which I did not expect. The other thing I didn't expect uh, was for it to be so heavily a Diana movie and not so much a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Because the action pieces were few and far between they were great they were great all three of them uh that was the problem and Um, also oh such strong ghostbusters girl ghostbusters vibes because yeah of uh what's her name Kristen wig Kristen wig i'm sorry like i give up on on trying to be a fan of this person i get why people enjoy her on say i don't like snl anymore like I haven't watched SNL in a while. Uh, I she was great in Anchorman as Brick's counterpart, but outside of that, anything I see her in, I just don't like. And I did not like her at all as Cheetah. Uh, it did not land for me. I didn't like um, the Mandalorian as Max Lord. <laughs> the Mandalorian, uh, Pablo uh, P- Pascal. Sure, uh, didn't care for that. Yeah. Um. But, you know, Gal Gadot, or however you say her name, uh, again, was fine. Uh, I love her as Wonder Woman. She looks like Wonder Woman to me. I love that she's embraced the role and what that means for, you know, kids and and representation and all that good stuff. Perfect. Love it. Love that she loves the character. Love that she, even though I get, I still kind of get the feeling that she has no idea who Wonder Woman really is. maybe at this point she has a better understanding. I feel like when... When she originally got cast as Wonder Woman, yeah, she had no freaking clue. right. She just looked like her right. and was an actress. But she's badass. I loved she her is. costume, like the, the 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 oh the the gold. No, 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 not not the armor, but like oh. her actual Wonder Woman costume. Yeah, because in the show in the eighties, basically, she was still wearing like a bikini, like a one piece bikini or swimsuit, right? Um. And that show was made by, you know, who it was made by and for the audience it was made for. And we, you know, it, it, you know, it's just, that's just how it was. I appreciated that they obviously didn't want to go that route with, with, you know, things being the way they are today and, you know, how that stuff was, is, you know, was problematic or would especially be problematic now. So instead of like forcing Gal Gadot to be wearing a bathing suit she had on what conceivably looks like a superhero costume, but it makes sense for this character with her like Greek, you know, like mythology and stuff that she would be wearing like that warrior kind of um, leather, I don't know, skirt thing. Yeah. Whatever you call it. It looked like, you know, 
what the men wore. You know what it I mean? It was badass. And she looked fucking awesome. And I was like, man, that is a great practical updated look for Wonder Woman. I agree. Absolutely. I love, um, but I didn't watch the TV show. Mm. So my Wonder Woman comes from comic no, books she had and on, Justice League. She had on one of those like '80s like oh, uh, I know the, the Jane image. Fonda like workout bikini yeah, things. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not there for that. With those super high hips, like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, and that John Travolta. Oh God, gif that makes or whatever. Me <laughs> like the thought of that makes me feel like I need to go shower. Mm. Um. Ugh. So but no, I it, it's it's a very jarring experience the first time if you yeah. were excited for this and you love the first Wonder Woman movie which I did I was it was so good it was Cheetah and that. I do understand like the whole transformation from nerdy like kind of meek mm. doormat because mm. ding 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 been that my whole life to I'm a boss ass bitch right like Oof. I get that. I thought it was cheesy. But to have it to go from like <clears throat> the what the reference to high heels. Mm. Like we, oh good lord. Oh my god. Like they brought up the fact that she was wearing heels and not falling. Um and that was what made her a boss ass bitch. That like was yeah, that was the, the main the yeah, driving right? factor for this character. That thing and is, I'm just so confused. Okay, so all of a sudden you can walk in heels, and that's what makes you cool. And I, st I think because I, I can't help but feel like that was intentionally stupid, as kind of a nod to the show because Jeff Johns wrote this thing, and Jeff Johns is known as the guy who fixes these classic DC characters with these really convoluted origins. He made Hawkman's origin make sense. He fixed Hal Jordan. Like he wrote one of the most amazing flash runs I have ever read. He made me care about the flash and that's something. And so when, when the, the credits started and I, I was looking this up and I was like, good God. And I was like, wait, Jeff Johns wrote this and it was the same director as the first movie. So it makes me feel like, everything in this movie is intentional because he wouldn't have accidentally done any of this stuff. Right. And he, he's, he's not, he's either slightly younger than me or like slightly older than me. So he absolutely would have grown up watching the show. And so the fact that this movie is called Wonder Woman 1984 makes me think Okay. He wrote this as if it was a, a 90 or two and a half hour episode of the show. I, I can kind of see that just based on what I know of the show, even though I was born in 83 and never watched it. Um, like an actual episode, like I've seen it. Um, I would like to revisit this at some point in time. It's not going to be any anytime soon. But... We should probably rewatch it just to see. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the 4K, so I'm looking forward to rewatching it. So you are dead set you're gonna buy the 4K? Of course, yeah. it's a DC movie. Uh, absolutely. I already like it better than most of the MCU, and I didn't even like it the first time we watched it. Um, I definitely do want to watch it again. I just I don't I don't think this is gonna be one of my 
favorites. Mm-mm. I don't either. Like I said, it's like The Predator. It's not my favorite Predator movie, but I, I was not a fan. I was confused and shocked at how bad I thought it was the first time I watched it. But now, like, I don't know. Maybe it says something about me, I think, that, like, I can watch a movie and think it's garbage. And then I buy it, uh, especially if it's part of a series, because that's that's part of my downfall when these things happen. But also, like, they become endearing to me um, in spite of their flaws and sometimes because of their flaws. Right. And I'm like, man, I see what they were trying to do. I get it. Uh, it doesn't and, work, but I get it. And I say this all the time when people start shitting on a movie. And I'm like, you know what? You know, it was better than anything I could have done. So if you asked me to direct a Wonder Woman movie, yeah. I I couldn't do that. No. I, if, well, you, if Jeff Johns handed me a script and, and, and Warner Brothers or, or Disney or whoever gave me $200 million and you're like, Next year, let me see what you got. Like, I'd owe them $200 million. I, I yeah. would have nothing to show. Like, Well, you know, and I, I said this. I kind of touched on this in one of the last episodes where I was talking about in high school I wanted to make a horror movie until I realized how hard it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? No. Mm-mm. I don't want to do that. Um, I feel like if you have the right financial backing and you have a team of professionals, mm-hmm. sure attempt to make a movie um i'm not gonna judge someone that can do something i can't do and i I get that um did i like this not particularly um but i do see your point in that maybe the more times i give it a chance and i watch it through that initial i'm gonna say disappointment and that seems kind of harsh no it was um, based I mean, on the my trailers. reaction was I was supposed to love this and the trailer had me absolutely loving this movie. Yep. And then when it came out, I'm I was telling like, you what I've said this what so many that? times. I've said this so many times, <sighs> like there should be an Oscar for best trailer editing. Yes. Because trailers are such a big deal now that they have fucking trailers for trailers. Like mm. it's like, you'll see a, a teaser trailer for the trailer drop next week. Yeah. And then the trailer makes any movie look fucking amazing, you know, or like people are so good at editing and like picking certain things. It's like even like not professionals, like they'll do those like uh Titanic, the horror movie trailer. Oh yeah. And it makes Titanic look like the scariest fucking thing you'll ever see. Right. And it's obviously not a horror film. So like there needs to be, a whole new like category uh, at the Academy Awards for trailer editing. I, I could see that. That would work. Um, but I do agree that I definitely should watch this again. And you were right about Venom too. Um, because the first time I watched Venom, I was like, oh, that was a movie. It was fine. It was whatever. It was weird. Um, uh, it was obviously very choppy. Yeah. Because it started off as an R-rated movie that they cut to be PG-13, so... Yeah. You know... But I've, I've seen it, like, three or four times now. Like, I've, yeah, I've watched I love it, it just to watch it. I really, really love Venom. Mm-hmm. 
And um, Tom Hardy is amazing anyway. Okay. I, I, well, I mean, I love Tom Hardy. It's whatever. Um, but Venom. I would literally be terrified if Tom Hardy walked into this house. Oh, no shit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make words. Not because he's a star. He's scary. But he's because weird. he's fucking weird. And I wouldn't know what Tom Hardy was walking well, through the door. Well, that whole thing. Like, uh, Tom Hardy's the kind of... jokes, but you don't know what's joking or not. He, he's the kind of person who is so into every role that he plays that I feel like we've literally never seen the actual Tom Hardy, even in interviews well, and I mean, shit. Well, that speaks highly as an of an actor. Sure, but at the same time, if yeah, he like no, it's kind of terrifying. If he was like driving through Lynette and he fucking all four of his tires blew out and he had no choice but to walk up our very long driveway to ask for help, I'd just be scared and probably like throw my phone and money at him and hope he went away. I'm I'm not going to disagree with that. The other thing I would likely I would do is help. do my really shitty Bane voice, which would just <laughs> Either make him very angry or be like super he, offensive to him. No, I feel like he would appreciate the attempt Oof. and he would, like, find it in good humor. Like, then he might want to hug me and then I'd be really scared and yeah. weirded out. So I'd probably scream, run away. I mean, I don't I, know. See, that's the thing is most women who are like, I love Tom Hardy for obvious reasons. I love Tom Hardy because he's a great actor. I'm really scared of him. My favorite thing he ever did should be Bane, and he was fantastic. He was. My favorite thing he did ever was Fury Road. <gasps> because, strictly because, the way he talked and his mannerisms, even though he speaks English, it looked like Mel Gibson with, a, with such a horrendous Australian accent that they dubbed an American voice over it. Yeah. Which is kind of a jarring, a little bit of a jarring thing when you watch Mad Max. But in Fury Road, Tom Hardy did the same shit without having to be dubbed. I was like, that's brilliant. Right. That is absolutely brilliant. Like, he's just so great. And I feel like that is a little, that's the most intimidating. It's not because he looks the way he does or he's this celebrity. It's that he's so good at what he does that yeah. I, I'm, it is. It yeah, is he's fantastic. Um. So, yeah, no, like, I've watched Venom several times, and I love it now. Like, I mm -hmm. enjoy watching Venom. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, the first time I watched it, I was like, eh. So, we'll give the same courtesy to Wonder Woman 84. Like, when we get the 4K, I'll watch it I'm tell Eventually, I'm telling you. I'll, I'll, I, I will proclaim this right now. <sighs> By the probably second or third watch, and once Katie's seen it, I'm going to love this movie. I already I'm know. I'm so happy for you because I can't say the same for me. I I want to. Um, I really feel like because of what it is, I should love it, but I, I don't know that I'm going to love it as much as you proclaim to potentially love it one day. So we'll see. Time will tell on that. Mm -hmm. Um there was another movie that I wanted to watch that came out the same day, which was Christmas Day, mm. um, which is a Disney movie, mm. um, and it's Soul. And the reason I wanted to watch that um, was because it talks about, you know, manifesting your own destiny, and that's uh. so up of my hippie alley. Um, yeah, I got to be honest. I didn't know what you were talking about. Really? I 
no idea this movie came out. And then once you brought it up, I started seeing like so many people posting about it. Had no idea there was a new Pixar. I will watch it because it's a new Pixar movie. Right. I had no, I had no clue. You were like, we need to watch Soul, and I was like, yeah. What the fuck is Soul? I don't even. Fucking, I don't <laughs> well, I mean, I appreciate your enthusiasm <laughs> to go along with whatever I say. I like, I don't know what the fuck that is, like, but sure. I literally could be like, we should watch Bob Ross paint a painting, and you'd be like, I know yes. what that is. Absolutely, we should watch that. I mean, we do a lot. You just are asleep for it. Um, but yeah, so I do want to watch that before the next episode so we can talk about it. Because I'm really excited um, just based on things I've heard about it. Yeah, I've, I've, people seem to love it. But um, again, I had no idea it was Disney coming out. It's a Pixar movie. So. That's all I needed to know. Yeah, but again, how great. I missed the fact that there was a new Pixar movie. I, I don't even know how that happened. But um, Well, I think it's part of the the... 2020 bunch of bullshit like well not only that but good god man there's so much fucking content to consume i don't know how anybody keeps up anymore well i mean it's impossible if you have a regular life right so but still i love pixar and i can't believe there was a new pixar movie this year and i didn't i didn't even know it yeah i mean it kind of snuck up on me um i think i knew about it Two days before Christmas, and it released on Christmas. I haven't even seen Onward yet. Oh, me neither. So, maybe next episode's a Pixar episode. I don't know. We should totally do that. That would be cool. Um, something else that we have to watch, um, because I think all of your friends have watched it at this point, is Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, I think we're both midway through season two. I'm telling you. On our on our own. Like, I watched yeah. it before. We it's going to be the next Mandalorian. Like, I, it's going to be impossible if I don't get through it soon for it not to be spoiled. Right. And I don't want to rage out and be super angry at someone for spoiling something for me. So, um, I can't avoid the internet. Right. Um, so, I think that we should probably try to, like, the way we did the Mandalorian, like, whenever our schedules line up knock out a few episodes at a time yep um so hopefully next hookzilla 11 um we can talk about cobra kai soul um and then me actually playing something that isn't destiny and you actually playing something that isn't destiny um maybe not things on the switch since that's kind of what we tend to do the most um but I think, you know, that's kind of the big thing is I know I wanted to watch Soul um, just based on what I've heard. Mm -hmm. And I am really excited for Cobra Kai, but I'm apprehensive because I'm afraid that some of the people that, you know, are speaking so highly of it, I'm wondering if some of it's not nostalgic, like... Some of the episodes that I was on in season two, I was just like, ugh. Like, some of it was, like, not great for me. Um, and I'm wondering if maybe it's because, you know, I don't have the same Mormon fuzzies. But I guess, you know, time will tell on that when we actually watch it. So we need to get, get on that. So next episode will be Soul, potentially Onward, uh, Cobra Kai, some new, new gameplay, 
possibly some Valhalla and some Final Fantasy VII Remake. Anything you want to start playing? Uh, no, I... I don't know. Like, as far other than what I'm playing on the Switch, uh, there are things I want to start, but I think at this point, I've already talked about it, but I think uh, I've given up on my PS4 working, uh, my controller oh, working yeah. with my hard drive and or headset. Uh, it, it's The aggravation had set in a while back, and that's kind of why I'm so behind. So until I have a PS5, I don't, I don't foresee myself starting anything. On a PlayStation? On a PlayStation, and that's where most of my backlog is. So now it'll be... I want 2021 to be the year of the backlog. Um, I'm still going to play Destiny, but I have spent lots of money on lots of games, and I've, I've not even opened most of them. Um, and if the PS5 controller is as amazing as everybody says it is, and it works, then it's going to be better than the DualShock 4 was for me. So hopefully yeah. I'll get to play a lot of the stuff that people keep making fun of me for buying and not having played. <laughs> um, that's one of those things we have in common, I guess. Like, I want to own it, and I'll eventually play it. Yep. But I'm going to keep playing Destiny. Yep. And I'm going to replay Final Fantasy X. Not doing that. But no, you've never played it at all. Mm. Um, but um, I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I never finished. Um, I did Syndicate too. Never finished it. I didn't really like Syndicate though. Like I did the Jack the Ripper stuff, which was cool, but otherwise I didn't really get into it, which I thought I would because of what it is. Mm. Um, it's absolutely up my alley. But so hopefully we can come at you with some, you know, different games that I've been playing. And, you know, even if you're playing stuff on the Switch, like some more in-depth details on what's going on Hades <laughs> um, but that's all I got yep yeah so Cobra Kai some Disney Pixar stuff and some video games for next episode so we'll uh, we'll catch you on episode 11 uh, thanks for listening to episode 10